Hilchas Beis Haknesses, Simin Kuf Nun Binyan Beis Haknesses, the halachas of building a Beis Haknesses. Sifal says, Kaifim Bnei each person in the city can force each other, live nice, to build a shul, the Liknais Mahem to buy for the shul, Kaifim Nevim Mechuvim, and Ayan Lel Simin Nun Heim, Kaifim Zezezez, Liskelai Minyan, because over there we spoke about if you're Memin Simin Nun Hei, that if you're in a town of eight people, so you could force each other to spend money to hire two extra people to come for Yom Nerayim. Three or four people, if you're only six people, that already depends on the city. So that's, that's that Allah about getting a minion. But to the rest of you, you can't force each other. But the building, you could force each other to build the building. So if Karnal says that, the Ramam says that the Kalmakim Sheish Be'asarim Yisrael, any town that has ten people, you have to prepare a building for davening. The Chalais field that's available for all davening times. Makim Zen Nikah Be'asaknesses, such a place called Be'asaknesses, even if you have to six people say, I daven in my living room. Doesn't work that way. The Mead could force to arrive. So if Karnal live nice, remain with live nice. If they don't have the money to purchase, I'll call upon them Lisker, minimally they have to rent. You don't have to own the building, you can lease the building too. And when you go around collecting, you go, it's income based. It's based on how much value the person has. That's how much you could charge each one. Right? So American income tax system is not new. And others say, This is talking about when you get when you purchase a seat in shul, that's per person. Not uh, uh, he says it's mixas per person, and you can charge the wealthy a little more. But uh, others say it's mamish straight per person. The cause of Magen Avram, name of the Rivash, that I'm Akev Luvnay's basic connection. Someone who tries to stop but doesn't want to help with building a shul. I feel Yesh basic connection is Acheres Beir, even in a city that already has one shul. My neighbor who Rab Milas is mitzvah, he's holding back people from doing a mitzvah. Even there's already a shul, and people want to come build a second shul. The basic connection is Mechiloi some Oza Dabra, assumedly parried. And then he says it brings the truth of advice. Very interesting. He says, When could you hold each other back and then say everyone should dive in one shul? That's when everyone thinks the same way. If their hearts are not on the same page. Better that each people think their own way, dive on their own. But he says, but be careful. Don't think I think this is a good thing. Not that I think it's good to split. It's referring to when Ephraim was stubborn and they went off to the Eved of Ezzor and Eshea Perek Dalet. Really should work on making sure that everybody could daven together and be harmony. Listen, Jews are Jews, you know, they, they can't get along and it's going to be a fight. Better split up, make two separate shuls, and this way you can have shalom, than to try to force everybody into one shul and have people fighting. Right? That's what their advice says. So, Mela, there's a need for a second shul. It's proper to allow for a second shul. And not to go for a zoning board and tell a zoning board that, uh, why do we need another shul a block away? We have our shul right here. Like Rahman al son, I've heard of from Yidin doing against other shuls. This is a state in Allahum, it tarnished. Right? If they don't want to dive in your shul, you know, they don't belong here, it's a different crowd, let them build their shul too. So if Khan Gimel looks 
so that they should be available to knock the people's people to come learn. It says this is the African time when they're only allowed writing Tanakh. you should make sure that it's not only to the high point of the city, you should build it taller than any other houses that are used. What does it mean that I use? Lafuke Bironis. Like fortresses and other places. Houses and towers, like buildings that are meant just for beauty, towers, shame, that aren't meant to be used. But like, you know, they used to build these like the buildings and they would had like in a like those remember those corner things that like a fortress type things. So that you don't have to go to all in that if it's not used. The if it's an angled roof, royal tashmish, and therefore the inside over there is not ready to be used because it's angular, has very low ceiling. Mishain, you evaluate Adam Bakmash Royal Ishtamish. And you have to, you go based on what's ready to be used. If you have a, a second floor, right, that's usable, and that's going to hold a height in the shul. So if there's other houses that have angled roofs, but it's not usable, that spot, it doesn't matter. But if they are usable, it shouldn't be hired in the shul. Does that mean that if you're expanding nowadays, you, sh- you have to be careful? Or? Let's finish with the mission of rules, we'll see. The Mishnah says, The Mishnah says, in a place with his own regulations, and they don't let you build your shul like you want. Mutal is spiral, but bias, you even let it down in the house. You dive in the basement, and people live upstairs. At least it should be treated upstairs with respect with the fact the shul downstairs. Let's see the Mishaburus on this. The Gavashalish and Nehemiah says in the Pasuk, Mishalai Perikal, Barish Hemiya is Tikra. You come to it. Kavayim, we call Bate a year. Shenemar, it says in Ezra. The Raymame is basically like a Kainum. Right, Tess, right? Come, did you go up, right? The Raymame, the house of Hashem. The Yesh Mekayma Shain is on Bizet. Mishra says, today the place that aren't is with this. Why? Because of Achreinum Shatam, the Kivin, the Yesham Habi, Bate, Evde Gilum, Shagavayim, basically, they built very large churches, these large steeples and bell houses, whatever. In came with Lavaki, like a Kayo, basically, Knesses. you know, you can't compete with them, right? And, and they wouldn't allow you to compete with them. Because the guy must have such a loch, you know that the, by the church is also a loch, that that should be the highest. Where do you think they got it from? We come back and write the Chachil Yizar b'Chama the after Kibigmara Echmiru Ma'idalsem. So the Ma'isa, we can't be machmir, we try to be machmir. You know, in our cities where you have to build shul in the neighborhood, people walk on Shabbos, but we have very mountain areas and hills. It's, it's not necessarily considered bad to find the top point and build taller. And we're going to compete with every hospital building. It's, it's, it's not realistic. So if God involved, buildings that are not meant for use but only built 
Like the the beauty if you live on top of the shuls, that means the shuls on the lower spot. If you're stuck, it's mutter if there's only a realistic way. Like very often today, you know, the land is at a premium, you go around Barber Park, right, in order to be able to have so many shtiblach. When you take a house, you know, first floor is your shtiblach, second floor you live on, that's what makes it affordable. That is the hat that I rely on. Sev Gimel, Mishek, Bia, Besa, Yesim, Besa, Knesses, someone who builds his house taller than the shul, Yesh, Em, Shekai, Vinay, Slash, Bilay, now those say you force him to knock it down, to make it lower of him. Also, Binyin, Gavay, Yesim, Bikai, Nechad, Mi, Besa, Knesses, Sagi, Bikach. What you can do is, you can make the one side of the basic Knesses is taller than everything. You don't have to worry about making the entire building bigger. You make one corner of the shul, you know, one, large, one corner of that wall larger. It makes that part of the building taller. Don't take one beam and think you take a big metal beam, you know, like a World Trade Center leftover beam, you'll stick it in the corner of your shul and you have a big beam going up. So it's not a building going up, it's not a tall building, you have a beam sticking out of your building. That's garnished. You should make the building, one corner of the building, the actual building should be larger. Siv Dalit. Someone who builds a house right near the windows of a shul. So, yeah, you know, in this area, in the country, the 1970s came out with zoning regulations. The Torah had them well before. One zoning regulation that they stole from the Torah is that in New Jersey you have to build six feet from the property line. Right? And that was our law back then too. You had to build the Arba Amos, which is about six feet from the next person. You know, I'll make windows within, right? within six feet of his house. Right? Dalad Amos. But when it comes to building a shul, it says Dalad Amos is not enough. Why? Because he's still going to block a lot of the light. Right? So Mel Dalad Amos for a shul that needs a lot of light, that's not enough. So ain mas because the mishabura says not enough. That's why the ilu bana kaisa b'shusai nega chaloni shal chaveroi. If you build a wall next to your friend's windows, dinu who the tzarich lachik abamis kadesh liyavlas hachaloni evidai. Right, not to ruin his light, not to ruin his wall. You have to stick with daladamis. That's enough. Al basic nesses the tzarich aregadol shul means a lot of light. Maani achzakas chaloni sheishlam mikvashi tzarich lachik kaiser. They have the windows there ready. You have to make your wall further away. Doesn't say how much further. eight amas is far enough away. say I saw brought down another You have to make it far enough away that you go into the building and you won't be able to tell. The shoe will not have less light, which then I guess depends on your altitude and your hills, and it could depend on many more things than just a straight eight amas. If it's also enough for Arabamas or not, don't add on to what the Chazal already been saying. So you seem to say you shouldn't, you know, you can't force, don't force you to machmanis. I'm a Christian Kvega. Kosvara Amoba Chuva is so similar to the base. Very interesting Chuva. I would have printed if someone wants to see it. The Chatzar basic Knesses, yeah, I guess people didn't have houses or whatever, they would use it, people would use it for private Tashmish, private usage. So, you can't make a Macha 
on a yachid who wants to open up his windows. Like you can't say, oh, because this, this is a shul here and you live next door, you can't open your windows because this is like a public place or something because you want to use a private tashmish. Finally, if the shul, once someone to build a shul right next to my house now, and then by opening their windows, I can't use my private backyard anymore, I can make a machal. He says you have to know in each case, and he says he doesn't want, he finishes off the truth that he doesn't want to pass him. He says that because. Uh, Everyone has to be jumped off individually. Because I can't tell you in your specific case what it has to be. But the bottom line is, you know, the terrors that zoning laws apply. He's talking about right, the person opens his windows to, to a public area. If the person shouldn't have opened, his, opened up his windows there, then they couldn't make a macham. The shemiyutz akol of nice makom is that if it's like if it's public property, and now he goes and does something that's going to stop the public from being able to use the property they want, then they can make a macham even if he came first. But then he goes. That the fact that it's public property generally doesn't create a first chazaka before someone builds on his private property next to it. Okay, these are dinim A window that's next to Shusharam. You have your windows are out to Shusharam. That walking down this Shusharam is where people walk to shul. So don't pour water out of your window. Because people again at night they can walk to go to Shachris, they're not gonna see, and they're gonna get their feet dirty. Pasuk says just be careful that you keep your feet clean when you walk into shoes, you're gonna come with the feet dirty. So you have to make sure that you don't dirty the path on the way to shoe. But he says, nevertheless, even without this, Yeshua's are shloy lishbech shevchem mokay mahalach benadam. You never put water where the Rashi's arm works like achlikum on people shouldn't fall. Take my brushes around, right? Which is the whole Gemara says only during the winter you're allowed to, not during the summer. Above camel, cause of a sefer shevet says of shcheni basic knesses neighbors of a shul sheishlam basic kisi shemagiyum menurei achrela basic knesses trichem lachikai. I give that basic knesses. The small comes to shul. We already learned this earlier. About this you have to distance the bathroom from a shul. If I feel him basic, the public outhouse was there before the shul. I feel you could make them move the bathroom. Because it's a because the rabbim, so it doesn't matter that it came first. But you have to pay the people to move the bathhouse. You can force them to move it, you have to pay them the cost. See if hey. Where do you make your doorway to the shul? You make it the opposite side of the way of the way you daven. Which means the way you daven, that's where the side should be. If you daven towards the west, your door should be When you're coming into the door and you're bowing, facing the aron. So basically. Whichever, and the Ramaz is going to say, and the Shabu and the Akhrenim say that today's day and age, in our country where the Beis have lived, or whatever he's quoting the Gemara, that they haven't facing Mayrev. Here we face Mizrach, so the door should be to Mayrev. You, you know, you don't, you shouldn't come into Shul next to Aaron Kaidish. You should come in from the back. 
Hagodar Moses Vaisen Bima Bams basic message, you make the beam in the middle of the shul. Shiyamid Allah Kari Batayrav Yishmu Kulam. So if it's in the middle, everyone could hear the Chazan and the Chasam Seifer Shreyas Chayv Kayim against those who moved it to the front, like happens in some shuls today. The full movement did that. Ukishimisbalash Lech Tzibur Ponev Krapi HaKadish. When the Olam Davin's facing the Kadish, we say the Hayishiv Kachi. As a Canaan, the elders Yashim Paneim Klapiam. The elders sit in the front wall, we call the Mizrachvan, they face everybody else. Ushara, everyone else, Kulam Yashim Shurais Shurais, everyone sits in rows, it sounds like pews. Paneim Klapiah Kadish, Paneim as a Canaan, facing the Kadish and facing the Canaan who are sitting from Mizrach. And our town, some people want to make the shul properly. Right, the shul was not built properly the first time. And then people come around, they want to build it properly. The second time when it has to be rebuilt, something got destroyed, blew out of fire. So people say, the Rav says, let's leave it the way it was. The law says, no, you don't leave it the way it was. And you do it, build it properly. Should always put on kaidish with the way you're supposed to face. you have to face So supposed to face the So this way, it should both be in the same direction. Avada, we learned, we spoke about this earlier in the For whatever reason, in that shul, it's not practical. Avada, you should face the arun. But turn yourself a little bit that your back is not towards the arm, but like towards where you, which way you should be facing. Vice and bima, the ain't nice and yes, Mishes Madregis, the bima, the Zapikabala, there shouldn't be more than six steps up to the bima. Okimishpal and Atsirti when the Chaz and Davins, I remember Kitsu, Khan, Vizelosh and Atui brings the Folosh and Beish, Shlechtsiba, Ibn Betfila, Yerid, the arts of Nehatevi goes down to the Amud, Uponov Klap, the Akredish Kisharam, and he faces. Right, the Shlech Tzibur faces the same way the Am faces. The Shlech Tzibur, like we know today, should not face the Olam, as goes on in certain other uh, religions. The Seyde HaYeshiva, V'achshav ain't in the Seyde Zeki Kainam Kemis. says, today you don't have this, that we sit in priority seating based on Cheshivas, because we sell the seats. We call Markham, Yizarish, Loyasu, Shum Markham, Leishiv, Alav, Ben Abimu, Ben Echel. We have to make sure you don't make any Mizrach van seats that are between the Aaron Kaidish and the Bima. Ba'ifin in a way she appears, Yeshiv, Negad Abim, Vachayev, Lechel. The people are facing the Bima, but their backs are to the Aaron Kaidish. To Ganaihu, to Ganaihu, Yusur, and Amika, to Isis, to sit with your back facing the Aaron Kaidish. To Emir Al Bima, Levarich, and also because the person who's standing by the Bima, he's going to be bowing down. If you're facing him, what does it look like? He's bowing to you. And make a bracha to you. Unless what you do is you move the seats a little bit over to the side, so your back isn't darn kaidish and doesn't look like people are. Right, which is what we do today. No one sits mamish in front of kaidish. Because of being magadim the achshav today, shaisim became a seitz labima shakain al nemra. I don't know exactly what this, what this words mean. Says today what they do is. Because the beam is in a separate shus, it's higher up, you could put seats between the beam and the iron facing the iron, not the other way. And the taka, many shuls have seats in front of the beam facing the iron. We'll stop over here.